you went online to switch your car insurance to Progressive so you could save money. But then you saw a friend request from an old summer camp buddy. And now here you are, clicking through photos of his kickball team from 2011. Hmm, looks like they won the championship that year. Then he moved to Tulsa. Oh, a new tattoo. Yes, they said it was easy to save hundreds on car insurance with Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average savings by new customer surveyed who saved in 2019. Hello, my friends. It's Andy over at the Andy Falco Show coming to you live from Brea, California. It's a beautiful evening. Um, it's about 7 o'clock uh, as we are going live. If you're watching live, please comment. Let me know where you're watching from. Let me know who you are. Uh, tell me that I'm uh, wrong. Tell me that I'm right. <laughs> Give me your opinions. Anything that I could do to get your comments in there, I would love to be able to do. So whatever it takes, uh, write something in there. That would be awesome. Um, and then also emotions. If you like what I'm saying, give me some hearts or some thumbs up. If you don't, give me a mean face or sad face or whatever it is you want to do. All right. So uh, I want to talk about this idea. Um, and I, I think the, the, the most important reason for me doing the show and deciding to do it at the very last second and coming on and talking to all you is because I have written on my personal page and other pages and um, when responding to uh, comments and Twitter, that kind of stuff that there's a certain demographic of our country of Americans who are actually un-American. And uh, I know that's uh, strong words to say, but they're all around us and we've been able to see it. Uh, and I said this in the last show uh, when I had Jeff on that um, one of the interesting things about uh, uh, Donald Trump being president, hey Charmaine, nice to see you. Uh, one of the interesting things about Donald Trump being um, uh, president, love him or hate him, um, is that he's exposing a lot of corruption in our world, in our government, in our uh, law enforcement um, that we just kind of went along with, right? And we we all know that, you know, politicians lie, all of them do at some point or another or exaggerate. Um, uh, uh, what Some lie more than others. I'm Biden, I, I don't know that he can, <laughs> can talk uh, longer than five minutes without saying something outlandishly stupid or a just a complete lie. I remember he lied about his education, he lied about uh, how many degrees he had, he lied about um, where he graduated, uh, he lied about uh, in some speeches that he said were, her, were his, uh, when in fact, they're written by other people and spoke prior to him uh, in, in other speeches and didn't give them any credit. So uh, there's a lot of that. And, you know, I just look for biting as, as one example. You know, he's not the only liar. Right. Uh, uh, Trump, obviously, he likes to exaggerate and say some things. Um, I don't know that he always is necessarily and this is not giving any excuses. I'm not sure that if he is always out flat outlying because there's different, you know, different levels. Like sometimes you lie like Adam Schiff on purpose in order to deceive the American people. You purposely write down a lie like you did in Congress uh, during the impeachment hearings and flat out lied with the intention of lying about something. Other people say things um, because they, they wanna make a point and possibly ex exaggerate to the point where that lie uh, that they're saying is just simply them 
it, it, you know, trying to bolster their their position. Um, and it's it's more of an exaggeration, but an exaggeration is a lie if you're knowingly doing it, right? And so um, there's some things like that. It, 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 and again, it could be their perception. The perception of something is X when in fact it's Z or actually A, <laughs> right? And so a, a lie is also a conscious thing. You have to be, uh, you know, purposefully saying something that you know is not true. So with all that said, I'm just telling you that it's not unusual uh, for politicians, even the ones we like, uh, to say something that may not be uh, completely true. Uh, off topic, we have a two and a half year old, a very excited golden doodle. <laughs> yeah, that's my, it's, it would be totally on topic if we were on Falco K night, but I, I'm glad Charmaine is one of my, uh, my dog customers who I love and she's been amazing over the years as the customer. You have some of your dog uh, training videos on YouTube. I do. I do. I'll, I'll try to put a link up uh, either during the show or after the show if I can multitask and find that. Uh, thank you, Charmaine, for asking that question. And so, uh, what am I? What am I mean? What do I mean when I'm saying that there's un-American people? That is a very strong. They don't belong. They don't. They should not be calling themselves. I mean, they're truly un-American. And what I want to do really quick is I want to kind of what is an American, right? Really, what is an American? When uh, one way of, of defining, I think, a, a an American is what is in our. Um, um, uh, in our shoot <laughs> international anthem. Wow. I could not think of the name of it international anthem. I, and it, it's in there. It's written in there. Some of the things that are important to know, but there's some, there's a phrase that is used at the end of every section of the, um, of the start of the national anthem. And I'm going to go ahead and bring it up on the screen here. And I just want to highlight it because it's important, especially during this time and why I believe what I believe. All right. So let me go ahead and bring, bring this up. Uh, let me take away this other stuff here. I got to take away my lower third <clears throat> and then we're going to make this a little bit bigger so you can see it. Some of you on your phone may not be able to see it. Oops. Oh, I put the lemming up. Yeah. Somebody called me a lemming. So that's my new lower third. Um, all right. So let's just go. I just want to show you this and, and, and understanding this is how I feel as an American. Uh, and I, and I believe this. So you have all the words here. Who's uh, uh, broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight, uh, right? They were talking about raising the flag and all that kind of stuff. And at the end of this section here, it ends with, or the land of the free and home of the brave. That's real. You can hardly say that about any other country. Um, I mean, there's a couple more now that are free. Like, you know, I, I suppose you got the UK and you got Australia, you got some other stuff. Uh, but there's some limitations. I think they're not what we have here as far as freedom uh, to bear arms, freedom of speech and all those kinds of stuff. But it ends uh, in, in this particular section with these words, or the land of the free, home of the brave. Land of the free, free decision makers and uh, and be able to do what we we want within within limitations of the law right um to have what you know believe in the, what god we want to believe in and 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 choose what schools we want to go to we have a lot of freedoms in this country that many other countries including those that you know are somewhat free uh, that just simply don't have right uh, we have more freedoms in canada for instance you know they they completely uh, have this uh, thing going on with guns and that kind of stuff and it's it's made them very fearful they're 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 people and again if there's Canadian watches. I'm not saying you guys are fearful people, but fearful of guns and what guns can do, right? Um, we have a different outlook and sometimes it's not understood and people think we're crazy. And I understand that. That's not that big of a deal. All right. So then we go to the next phrase. It ends the same way or the land of the free uh, in the home of the brave. It's the only thing that's repeated over and over again in this particular uh, song, which is our and national anthem uh, here in the next section uh, in the Star Spangled Banner is triumph doth wave or the land of the free and home of the brave. 
All right. And then down here, I'm going to, I'm going to read three lines because it's important. And this be our motto in God is our trust in God is our trust. It's still in there today. Nobody's taking it out, right? They, they want to take it out. They want to take it out of our schools and that kind of stuff. But again, this is our national anthem uh, uh, and the Star Spangled Banner in triumph shall wave or the land of the free and home of the brave. And, uh, the, and again, the reason I wanted to bring that up is because I think it's important when we're looking at, you know, when I say things like there's some Americans who are un-American is that they are really trying to take many of our freedoms away. These are politicians. And then you have some liberals. And again, I always separate this too, right? I'm not, when I talk about crazy Democrats or crazy libs or whatever I say, that, that's a strong word against them. I'm not talking necessarily about the voters. There are some voters that are friends of mine that are great people and I love them, right? Uh, there's a Democrat in, oh shoot, where is she? Is she in, she in Michigan? Illinois, I think. She's where the crazy governor is, uh, uh, Nit Whitmer. Yeah, where Nit Whitmer is what I call her. <laughs> Wherever she's in. Is that Illinois? Gosh darn it, I can't think of where she's at. Because um, I think she's in Detroit, this uh, representative. She's a Democrat and she's fantastic, right? She praised Trump because he mentioned something about hydroxychloroquine. Wow, I've said that a hundred times and just now I could say it. Um, and um, it said some positive things. And they, they, uh, they, they, they punished her. Right. They they censured her. They, they they called her a horrible person because she simply said, I want to thank Donald Trump for bringing up this uh, this uh, drug because I think it saved my life. And they just bam, right, just start hammering her. And, and if they could the, if they could um, impeach her, uh, they would. And I think they still may try to do that at some point. Right. And wander out. And you, you can uh, name a couple other Democrats who have spoken positively of the of the president and they hammer them in the press. They hammer them in their party. Uh, and they're, they're going to be lucky if they get any support of getting elected as a Democrat in the next uh, next election. And so um, you you can see this, right? You can begin to see this. And and, and again, I give Donald Tr Trump credit, again, like him or hate him, um, for exposing this because he's made this possible for us to see in real time, right? We're seeing it in real time where before it was kind of done in the backgrounds, uh, but now it's out there for everybody to see. We can all see it. Now, there's Democratic voters who choose to cover their eyes. I don't want to see this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to see it, um, but it is there uh, for them to see. Some are coming over. I've, I've showed you, I've shared you tweets and messages that I've gotten from former Democrats who are now gonna vote Republican. Um, and they, they're, those are the people that are um, free thinkers, right? I, I had a, a talk with Jeff uh, a couple of days ago about free thinkers that uh, the media doesn't like free thinkers. Uh, the Democrat, the li liberal, uh, uh, um, uh, media does not like free thinkers and it's causing some problems to have free thinkers for them uh, because they're being exposed and they're being caught. And when you see them questioning the president or, or Kaylee, the secretary, um, uh, the press secretary for the president, uh, you, you can see that, right? You can hear it in their questions. You can see what they're trying to do every time they're setting up, they're trying to set up a question so that they can make a statement of negativity towards the United States of America and uh, president Trump, which is un-American to do that. Number one, and then hoping that they're going to get something in response that they can say, see, you are a racist. See, you are a, um, uh, you know, you want people to die. You're going to kill people. You have 100,000 people that have uh, nearly 100,000 people who've died in the United States. And it's your fault. <laughs> right. I, I, I wasn't in Wuhan. I wasn't in China. I didn't create this virus. As a matter of fact, they said there was going to be a million to two million people that would die from this virus. And as much as we hate even one person dying. 
100,000 people dying is a lot less than what you said was going to happen. And because of the actions that we took, we were able to minimize that down to 100, which is a lot, right? It's not that it's not very many, but compared to the 2 million that they uh, uh, predicted, that is a, a, a lot uh, that have uh, not died because of the decisions made by the president. Very positive. Um, and so that's one thing. Um, uh, in, in the past, um, before the pandemic, you had um, uh, show uh, television hosts praying, they said, they said this, praying for a recession, praying for us, our country to go through a recession, which is not good, right? It is, it is a bad thing, may not affect that person who's hosting that television show uh, because he's safe, right? He's, he's, and he's making millions of dollars as a television host. He's making a lot of money, right? But he wants a recession that he won't be affected by, uh, but does not take into consideration that he's rooting for something. He's hoping for something to happen that's going to destroy a lot of people's lives, right? When people lose their jobs and people lose the ability to uh, uh, make money and to uh, uh, feed their children and to go to work, uh, it destroys lives. And when you're rooting for something, I believe that is un-American. What happened to the, uh, the, the land of the free home of the brave, right? That is not that definition. That is not somebody who is, is rooting for our country, the land of the, of the, of the brave, right? land of the free and the the home of the brave, right? He's not rooting for that type of scenario. He's hoping to create fear, right? He's hoping to create fear by saying, you know, we're in a recession, the president's bad. And so that bad, evil orange man in the White House is bad. He's going to create a recession and everything's going to go bad. He's trying to create fear, right? He's not trying to create brave people, like support our country. The president's doing a great job. Our economy is fantastic. As a matter of fact, the economy was great or else he wouldn't have been rooting for a recession. What Americans do, regardless if you're Democrat or Republican, what Americans do is when the country's doing well, we are all happy. We all celebrate a government of the United States that's doing well, right? There may be some things you don't like here and there about it, but you don't root for evil. You don't root for things to go poorly so that you can point at the president and say he's an evil, horrible person. Regardless of who that person is, we're talking about the overall United States of America. The overall United States of America is is free people that are brave, right? We're seeing a lot of people that aren't brave right now, right? Because uh, the media uh, and democratic leadership has wanted to create fear. He's created, they've created a ton of fear in people that now are huddled in their homes, hiding under their beds, saying, how, how can you people leave your homes? Um, you're going to kill people. How dare you leave without a mask? Why don't you have a mask on, right? They've created this fear around a, a virus that is not nearly as bad as they claimed it was, right? The models or whatever, um, when you have 99 point, I think it was 99.8, I don't know the exact number, but it's 99 is the first two numbers and you have a point. And then whatever that next number is, it's somewhere 99.7, 99.8, people that get coronavirus recover, right? It's not 99.8% of the people that get it die. <laughs> if that's the case, that's a pandemic, then we all need to be fearful and not go outside. But because it's 99 point whatever, let's just say it's 99% um, uh, of the people that get coronavirus survive, I'm not staying home, right? Uh, as a matter of fact, it's a, you have a higher, as I've talked about before, is that 3,000 people in a normal day, not during a pandemic where everybody's staying home, but in a normal day, over 3,000, nearly 4,000 people die in a car accident every day, all right? So you should be more fearful of getting in your car than catching the coronavirus to the point where you will die. There's a good chance you'll catch it. But a lot of people catch it, don't even know they have it. A lot of people catch it, they get sick, and then they get better, just like other illnesses and viruses you get. But the fear, right? We don't have brave people. 
we, we, we have a lot of people that are fearful. You know, the people going out and, and, and wanting to go back to work and wanting to do uh, well with their children and want their children to go back to school are is the home of the brave. The bra You don't have to be that brave, but it's the home of the brave. We're going to go out, right? If we had a bunch of people that were fearful of getting sick, we this country never would have been discovered and, and taken from the Indians. <laughs> I know that's not funny, but that's kind of what happened, right? We, we discovered America and we took it from the Indians. Um, and that's what happened. If the, none of that would happen with, with weak-minded people, with people that weren't brave, getting on that ship, there was a there was a 99% chance they were going to die uh, on the journey from uh, the old world to the new world. And people got on knowing that, hey, I know we may not make it. <laughs> I know we're going to get some horrible disease because we're going to be sleeping in our own feces by the time we get there. We don't know how, how long this is going to be. Um, but um, they never turned back. Right. And maybe they, they didn't know how to get back, but they didn't turn back. They continued on their journey and they made it. You have Lewis and Clark who, who uh, trekked across, uh, you know, from St. Louis to, uh, you know, the Pacific coast, right? They, they didn't go, oh, you know, we might catch a disease. We might get sick. We might starve. We might freeze. And they almost did, <laughs> right? They had to, you know, there's a lot of things that went on on that journey that nearly killed them, but they didn't turn back, right? They continued on and uh, they did what they did. And they weren't sitting in their homes huddling going, I hope somebody else doesn't because, uh, you know, you're crazy if you go do that. That's really nuts that you're going to go do that. Um, and so why does this come up, especially today? Um, it's because I uh, read an article. It was brought to my attention by Dan Bongino. And I'm going to bring it. I got to find the right one. <clears throat> and so uh, an interesting article spells out exactly what I'm talking about. And this is going to be a fairly short show, but I just want to I want you to begin to think um, uh, about these things as you hear um, the Democrat uh, leadership talk about, you know, that we're not opening. You got all the blue states that are refusing to open. Right. You got all the red states and cities and counties who are like, hey, we're opening. <laughs> Get out of our way. Uh, we're going back to work. We're going back to play. We're going back to all this stuff. We're going back to drink at, the, at a bar, not just in our in our kitchen. We're going back out and they're doing it with gusto uh, and um, right or wrong. And that's how we are. We're Americans and we're the home of the brave land of the free home of the brave land of the free. All right. And so we are going to go out. Regardless, you stay in your home. Again, all you people that are afraid and scared and think that we're stupid for going out, you stay home. Keep LA closed. I tell you all the time. I, I hope they keep LA closed. I hope they keep New York closed. Uh, and I hope they keep places like Chicago closed because um, I don't care. Um, uh, I know it'll hurt us in the long run. Overall, United States, those are some big economies to be shut down, but they'll simply move. We're moving out anyway, right? Everybody's moving out of California who, who has a business that can make money. Um, and same thing is happening. People are moving from New York to Florida. Uh, it's, there's no secret that these places um, probably need a cleansing uh, of some sort. And so maybe that'll happen. Uh, you know, they should open, but I'm just telling you, um, we'll, we'll, we'll live without those two cities or three cities that I, that I mentioned, uh, and maybe a couple others, but anyway, back to my article. Sorry, I got sidetracked. Um, I, I was talking to a friend of mine today and they said, well, you know, sometimes you chase squirrels. I know. Uh, maybe that's why I'm a dog trainer. Because uh, <laughs> it happens all the time. All right. So I'm going to make this, uh, article a little bit bigger again, so you can see it. It's going to make Joe Biden, they're very, very large. And I'm going to make it a single screen here. And this is a really, this is a Politico is not Republican friendly, by the way. Um, but I'm going to, um, oops, wrong. I went to the wrong one. All right, here we go. Fine. All right. So let's go down here into the article. And I'm going to, I'm going to read this to you because I think it's important uh, that you have an understanding of, of, of what I'm talking about, that, that um, the, the Democrats, again, when I'm talking about Democrats, in most cases, I'm talking about the, the politicians and the liberal media 
um, because of what they want in their what they have in mind for their agenda is going to be hurt uh, by what's about to happen. So in early April, uh, Jason Furman, a top economist in the Obama administration and now a professor at Harvard, was speaking via Zoom to a large bipartisan group of top officials from both parties. The economy had just been shut down, unemployment was spiking, and some policymakers were predicting an era worse than the Great Depression, and they had smiles on their face. Uh, the, economy, the economic uh, carnage seemed likely doomed uh, to doom President Donald Trump's chances of re-election. And how happy uh, do you think they were? They were they were going, we did it. We finally found something. We tried the Russians. That did, We tried to lie about him being a Russian agent, and, and they found out that he wasn't. <laughs> and they found out the truth. Uh, we tried to take down, uh, you know, uh, members of his uh, cabinet. Uh, we almost worked with Flynn, but we, they discovered that we were lying about that too. Dang it. Uh, we tried to impeach him, but that didn't work either. Uh, and lie about the Ukraine call. That didn't work. But now... But now the economic carnage seemed like this. I'm not, I'm not reading from the article. This is me uh, just adding my own uh, comments. Uh, the economic carnage seemed likely to doom President Donald Trump's chances for re-election. And they cheered. That's not in there either. I added that. All right. So um, next paragraph. Uh, Furman tapped to give... Uh, tapped to give the opening presentation, looked into his screen of poorly lit boxes of frightened wonks and made a startling claim. <laughs> this is the guy right Who is the right? Oh, I, I guess who wrote this. I'm sorry. I didn't give his name because I want to make sure I give credit. Oh, Politico. Uh, it's probably at the end. Sorry about that. Uh, oh, here it is. It's written by Ryan Liza or Lisa and Daniel Lipman. All right. 526, uh, 2020. So today. All right. So. Uh, so let's go to so the next paragraph. Uh, we are about to see the, this is him talking. This is in quotes. We are about to see the economists. I'm saying we are about to see the best economic data we've seen in the history of this country. He said the former cabinet secretaries and federal reserve chairs in the zoom boxes were confused though. Some of the Republicans may have been newly relieved, uh, newly relieved. Uh, and some of the Democrats suddenly concerned. Why would they be concerned? Why wouldn't they be happy? Right. This is what this is. This is me um, adding uh, the Democrats suddenly were concerned. Why would you be concerned? Everyone looked puzzled and thought I had misspoken, Furman said in an interview. Instead of forecasting a prolonged depression level economic catastrophe, uh, Furman laid out a de detailed case for why the months preceding uh, the November election could offer Trump the chance to brag truthfully about the most explosive monthly em employment numbers and gross domestic product growth ever. Since the Zoom call, Furman has been making the same case to anyone who will listen, especially the closed-knit uh, network of Democrat wonks who have traversed the, the, the Clinton and Obama administrations together, including top members of the Biden campaign. Furman's uh, counterintuitive pitch has caused some Democrats, especially Obama alumni around Washington, to panic. This is my big worry, said a former Obama. This is my big worry, said a former Obama White House official who is still close to the former president. Asked about the level of concern among top party officials, he said, it's high, 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 high. That's a quote. Uh, and top policy officials on the Biden campaign are preparing for a fall economic debate that might look very different than the one predicted at the start of the pandemic in March. They're very much aware of this, said an uh, informal advisor. All right, I'm going to copy the link here and I'm going to put it in the, um, in the chat. Uh, so that you can read the rest of it, but it just speaks directly to what I have been talking about and, and mentioning, and that is that this is un-American, right? Why would you be concerned and not happy about 
a, an, an economic recovery. As an American, you want our country to do well. You want people to do well. You want people to be able to feed their children. You want people to be able to buy things and to thrive and to do good with their money and donate it to churches, donate it to um, uh, you know uh, children that are going hungry or uh, you know people that are dying of horrible diseases to hopefully you know be able to come up with a cure for certain types of diseases. You want that in an America. But instead of being happy that we're going to have an economic recovery uh, before November, they are sad and they're concerned and they don't know what to do about it and they don't know how to stop it. Do you see how that is just simply un-American? And you as a Democrat voter, again, now I'm, I'm speaking to you, who are very smart people, they want, you to, they, want to, they want to believe that you are dumb, right? They want to believe that you are stupid. They've done it for years, right? When I left this up, I was going to actually erase it, is that here in California, right, we have um, uh, um, sanctuary cities with illegal aliens, and they hide them and, and tell them how to skirt the system so that they can stay in the United States, right? The Democrat leadership want to believe that the Democrats are stupid, that, that, that they want them to believe that that is a really good idea, right? It's a good idea to have illegal immigrants coming from other countries that are that are not, I mean, some of them are just people just looking for a better life, right? They, they can get here and, and go and get a better life. They can go through the immigration um, uh, steps that it takes to get in this country. They file the paperwork, uh, they, they wait around, they, they, if there's any fees, they pay the fees, they do all the things and they can get here. We're not saying that immigrants can't come to this country, but illegal immigrants who have stuff to hide, right? That want to get in without going through the work because they're lazy or they, they, they have some type of criminal background, a felony, or they're terrorists, right? They want you to believe, they want, they want to believe that you, the Democrat voter, are stupid enough to believe that it's okay to let illegal aliens in, in our country that, are, that have criminal backgrounds and that they can come in willy-nilly and go and come as, as they want, that that's safe for our country. They want to believe that you think that that's okay. Now, many of you have bought it because I get comments from you uh, that saying that, well, they're separating babies. That is not, you're just, that's, that's an old argument that is just simply not a relevant argument in this case. And it's stupid and don't be dumb uh, because you are, you are speaking their language. They, they, they want you to, to be dumb, right? They want to believe that you're dumb and you're showing that you're stupid by believing that. Homelessness, right? They, who didn't know in San Francisco? Who didn't know that by giving... Uh, by making a statement that in our city, in San Francisco, if you are homeless, we're going to give you uh, free alcohol, uh, free food, free drugs, free paraphernalia to uh, take those drugs. And we're going to give you a hotel if you want. You don't have to, It's free. We're going to give you all that stuff. Who on, in the right mind, right? They, they think Democrats are stupid. Voters are stupid because they, they don't think that you're going to go, wait a minute. If you tell anybody you know, whether they're in our city or in, in other cities or other states, that if you come to San Francisco, you're going to get free beer and, and drugs and food and, and a place to stay for free. They don't have to pay it. Who didn't know that the homelessness was going to increase in that city? Who, <laughs> who didn't know? It's increased by 300% since they said that. Who, like when they said it, when they said it, when I heard it, I go, oh, no. <laughs> You're gonna get, you're gonna get Texas homeless. You're gonna get uh, Arizona's homeless, and uh, Oregon's homeless, and Washington's homeless. Uh, I don't know if they're giving away free sh stuff up there, but they probably are. But you know, whoever, whatever cities, cities and states and counties aren't giving away free stuff, hell, I'm going to San Francisco. I would, right? Why not go there where you can get free drugs and alcohol and food and, and place to stay, right? <laughs> Who did not know?
they think that you're stupid and you're not going to figure that out, right? But it's okay to, to increase homelessness by 300%. Um, uh, letting out criminals out of prison, right? That's what they're doing. They're let out thousands of prisoners that have been convicted of horrible crimes, everything from rape to homicides to burglaries to robbery. They've released them, right? They release them into the city. They tell us to stay home. Stay hunkered down in your home. Do not leave. But we're going to release some, I don't know how many thousands, but I think it was somewhere in the neighborhood, about 3,000. I don't know what the last number was that I looked at, but it was a lot. You're going to release. So who thought that they're going to think, oh, all the Democrats are going to think that we are so nice, that we're letting out uh, criminals in our state. Uh, it's, you can, it's okay. You can go. Go out there. Have fun. Right? One guy gets out and he commits three crimes in one day. Three more robberies in one day and nearly kill somebody in one of those. And uh, you didn't know that that was going to happen when you released them from jail? <laughs> really? Oh, it is un-American. It's un-American for a Democrat to, this is what are, this is what really what they, they want to think that you're stupid. This is the land of the free, home of the brave. Uh, if you are a criminal, you're not going to be free. You need to be locked up because that's what we, that, what else are you going to do with them? Right. You can try to rehabilitate. belt. Let's talk about what we do in the prisons and try to fix that. If you think that's a problem, if you think that there's something that could be done better in prison, then let's do that. Right. We want to make sure that we have to give the people that are in, in prison the best chance that when they do come out, that they're that they're better off than when they went in. Somehow. I know it's hard to lock people up into it in a cell and hope that they're going to come out better. That's it's really hard to manage. But there's got to be something that can do be we could do better than we than we're doing now. One of the things that's um, one of the causes that that's been clearly uh, uh, made in in many studies is that fatherless men end up in prison uh, and those that are um, challenged uh, educationally, right? That are um, don't have the ability to read. Those two things right there are fairly consistent with the majority of uh, men that find themselves in jail. Let's fix that, right? Let's fix that. I don't know how you can fix fatherlessness, but you can. There's programs that that we can we can maybe look at and 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 try to and try to do that. We you know we just need to do a better job of that. Releasing a felony suspect that's that's committed murder and has been convicted is not it's not safe to let them loose, right? Uh, just you know they're supposed to serve 20 years. You're letting them out after five years or whatever it was. Um, that is not what uh, a an American. That's not what America is about. And so, again, I think the Democratic leadership wants to believe that their voters are so stupid that they think that that's OK to do. To have the, the increased homelessness by giving them free crap, uh, to uh, have sanctuary cities, to allow um, illegal aliens from other countries, whether they committed a crime or not, allow them to come into our, into our country free, willing and give them money. Right. They wanted they wanted to also give them money. Uh, Pelosi still wants to give them money. At some point, I think a Democrat voter will go, man, I want to be a Democrat, <laughs> but they're so they think I'm stupid. They think I'm stupid because they're, they're, they're making me defend, you know, sanctuary cities, defend letting criminals loose, defend homelessness and an increasing uh, homelessness, uh, high taxes that I want to be taxed more. I, I, you know, as a Democrat voter, you know, I don't want to be taxed more. I think that there's pe those people out there. But the first thing Biden says right now, he just said it just a, a, two days ago, is that the th first thing he's going to do is increase taxes. Right. We're, we're coming off of an economic downturn. I haven't been paid in over three months. I didn't get a, a stimulus check and I did. And I, I'm not approved for a PPP. Right. And now you're going to tell me that if I vote for you, you're going to raise my taxes of money that any little bit of money that I get in the future is now going to be taxed. I'm, it's going to be more difficult for me to recover uh, from this period of time in my life. So if, if that's if I'm a Democratic voter and I'm not <laughs> that you want me to go, oh, OK, that sounds like a good idea. 
all right, he's going to release criminals. We, we saw that because he's talked about that. He's going to make uh, the country uh, a sanctuary country. Um, he's going to open the borders and he's going to raise my taxes. Wow, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> that is great. That is what I want, right? They want you to, they want to believe that their voters are stupid. Now, some of them are, all right? I've, I've had comments from, from them and they're using that argument right? That Donald Trump did nothing, right? It's impossible to see what's gone on in the United States in the last three months and say that he's done nothing. It's impossible. You can't say that in, with a straight face inside. Now, they straight say with a straight face on the outside, he's done nothing. He's stayed, he's golfed the entire time. He just went golfing for the first time the other day, right? And that was, oh, look at he's golfing. Frick, the guys work 24 hours a day for three months straight, four months straight. Um, and um, uh, even prior to that, he was giving speeches. I'm going to sneeze. I don't have the Corona. Um, and and we, he sent two ships to one to New York and one to California that didn't get used. Right. But yet they. <laughs> um, um, but, and they didn't use those ships. They didn't put the the um, the senior citizens that had COVID-19. They didn't put them on any of the ships that had empty beds. They, did, they didn't do that. They, they put them back in the nursing homes. Right. And Trump didn't do that. Um, uh, Cuomo did that. And so Cuomo now wants to blame Trump. Well, I put him in there because Trump told me to. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't think I've ever sneezed on a Facebook Live. Only during, during Corona do you do sneeze during a Facebook Live. Um, and so um, it's really just time uh, to um, open your eyes. That, that I don't know if any Democrats are going to, voters are going to watch this. Uh, they, they might. Uh, you really got to see uh, that your leadership thinks you're stupid uh, and thinks you're foolish because they tried to lie to you about uh, Donald Trump being a Russian agent. All of it's coming out that it was planned by um, Obama, uh, Hillary, and the DNC and supported by the FBI, the DOJ, and the CIA. And everybody and all the other people that are involved in that particular area. That was it was all created by them in order to get you to hate Donald Trump and hopefully vote him out and and get rid of some of the people that know where the bodies are buried. And they were almost successful. It's taken three years to get to this point, but it's all coming out and none of it was true. And they lied to you. And you're going to sit there and support that, which I find shocking um, because I still know people that are supporting. I don't care. Uh, he deserved it anyway. Well, he didn't do anything. It's okay as an American to be spied on and listened on your phone calls and to follow you around. It's okay to do that. It's not okay in our United States. We have we have rights, right? We, I'm a police officer. It would have been easy to be a cop if I could have surveilled anybody that I wanted and waited for them to commit a crime. That would have been way easy, right? I could have gone to most of the barrio areas or the, the low-income areas and you know listened to a bunch of phone calls of some people that looked a little dicey to me. And I could have waited around and probably... Uh, stopped a couple crimes from happening, but we can't do that as law enforcement. We've never been able to do that, but it's okay to do it to our president and his cabinet and the Congress of the Republic, uh, um, uh, Republican uh, congressmen and senators. It's okay to listen to, to get all their phone calls and find out who they're calling. It's not okay. It's never been okay, but why is it okay for them to do it to them? I, I can guarantee you when it happens to you, you're not going to be happy. But they've, they've supported it. They've, they've said, it's okay. It's okay that we did that to, the, to Trump because I hate him. No, it can't be okay for even people you hate. It cannot. And uh, again, th it is so un-American. And the people that support that, I, I say they're un-American. And you can be living in America. You could have been born in America. But if you're believing in those things, it is un-American uh, and not uh, brave, nor is it free. Uh, if you if uh, you only want people to think like you, that is not the way our country works, right? We don't want that. We want people to be free thinkers and to have discussions and sometimes even arguments. 
but you don't want a, a society where we're no longer free, where it's okay for the government to spy on those people that they don't like uh, or uh, spy on those people that are the opposing party. It's never been okay and it's not okay now. All right, uh, Rich Moore, what do you have to say there? Uh, so what do you think uh, the chances are that a moderate podcast could succeed? Um, it could. I mean, uh, really, I mean, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, um, I mean, you got CNN and MSNBC, right? They're going and I mean, without Trump being in the presidency right now, they would, they, I don't know that they would exist. The only, they, they got enough people, barely enough people that are keeping those two, um, uh, stations. I think it's called a station. What's it called? What do you call it now? I think it's called a station still that, that are keeping that station alive. It's, it's there's enough, um, uh, sheep, <laughs> people that want to believe they want to believe uh, he's a Russian. They still, they've not, they still think he is right. They still believe Flynn lied when he didn't lie. Uh, even in the, the FBI said he didn't lie, right? The, the people that were investigating Michael Flynn, Michael Flynn, I always call him general Flynn. So I forgot what his first name is. Uh, general Flynn, I would be safe to say general Flynn. The, the people that were investigating General Flynn, Flynn said he didn't lie. They said he didn't lie, but yet they still prosecuted him, right? They made claims that aren't true. They said he lied about um, uh, some, some statements and some uh, and used specific wording, but those words were never uttered uh, by General Flynn, all right, about sanctions. They, they said he lied about sanctions. He's never mentioned sanctions in the phone call. Um, and, uh, it, it's even said, you know, you can even see it in the transcripts of the court case that that was never done. All right. But people still want to say that my, uh, Gen, uh, general Flynn is a, uh, is a traitor, right? They still say that he lied. Well, he, he, he admitted to lying. He admitted to lying after they, for years, they, 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 he had to pay for attorneys, millions of dollars of attorneys. They, they broke him and he lost his house. Right. And then they threatened to put his son in jail at some point. Right. You can break somebody. And, and we as law enforcement, I, I, I can say there's been times where I wanted so somebody so badly that I would keep them in an interview room longer than I probably should have uh, because I wanted them to break and admit to something. Um, and I don't know if necessarily that's the right thing to do, but it, you know, in, in those cases it worked and they, they were child molesters and I was so pissed about what happened and what they did that you have to guard yourself from your hatred for somebody. You, as a law enforcement, you have to guard yourself from the hatred of the person sitting across from you that you don't go too far in trying to get them to admit something um, that in a way that they're only admitting it because they want it to stop. They're, everybody has their breaking point. And I think General Flynn, uh, as brave as he was and a, and a military man, he was also concerned about his family. Uh, he lost uh, all of his money, uh, lost the house, and they were going to go after his son. At that point, he just said, "What? just make it stop. I, I'm guilty, whatever. Whatever you want, <laughs> whatever you want, I'm guilty. Just make it stop. And I can tell you in law enforcement, when I've been across a child molester with a six-year-old victim who said that this man stuck his fingers inside me, did all these things, and you see the man sitting across from you as a detective, and you read what you read, you see the evidence that you see, you can hate him so badly that you will do whatever it takes to get him to admit that he did it. Because if he admits that he did it, it's way easier to prosecute. As a matter of fact, you, you hardly even have to have a trial, right? Uh, you may not have to have a trial unless something happens. Once you get a confession, um, it's easy after that. The guy simply goes to prison for whatever, 10, 15, 20 years. 
should be longer, by the way. But I can tell you, I've hated somebody sitting across from me so much that I think that I may have gone too far, right? I, I think you can lie. I've lied. I've lied and said I had evidence that I didn't have, or I got a statement from somebody, a friend or a family member that said, hey, that my, your, your sister told me you did it. Uh, and she never did. <laughs> I said, your, your sister told me you did it. Um, and so, and she said that you talked to her about it. Oh, I never talked to her about it. No, she, uh, I, you know, she, I may have gotten the words wrong, but I think she either overheard you talking about it or you may have directly told her or hinted that you did do it. So uh, we're going to have her on the stand uh, talking, uh, you know, telling the jury what it is you did. Uh, and so it would be much better hearing it from you and the likelihood of you getting less time because you've uh, uh, confessed to it is much higher. I can't guarantee it, but it's much higher that you will be able to uh, get less time if you just confess, right? Those are techniques that we use and I would probably talk to them just like I'm talking to them, but inside I want them to die. Uh, and I no doubt, and I feel fine telling you that now. I may not have told you that 10 years ago, but there were times that I would you know, pray that he gets in jail and he gets stabbed um, and quartered. Uh, when he's put in the wrong cell as a child molester, because that's what happens to them when they put him in the wrong cell block. Uh, and I was was hoping that would happen when they went in there, that they would they would be carved up and hanging from the rafters. Uh, and I don't have any problem telling you that. But um, but that feeling, right? And this is the feeling. And the only reason I'm bringing this up, and I'm sorry, I, this is one of those rabbit the trails I go down, is that that is where we were at, right? This is where we're at with our leadership. Nancy Pelosi, uh, Adam Schiff, uh, Schumer, um, uh, uh, Swalwell, uh, who else? There's others that I can't, they're not coming up in, with the names right now. But those people that I named right now, they hate Donald Trump so much for all the reasons, right? He won in spite of everything, that I, in spite of all the, the lies that they created, everything that they tried to do to, to derail his, not only his campaign, but then as he became president, everything they've done along the way to try to derail him and, and make his life miserable. He's still successful. They go, how is he successful? Right, we impeached him. We, we told everybody he was a Russian spy and many people believed us, right? The media believed us and they believed that he was a Russian spy and yet he still gave us the best economy ever. And yet he still, right, accomplished all the, and he's still building the wall and he's still doing all these things. And that is driving them crazy, right? And they hate him. Their hatred for the president is so strong. They don't care what happens to you, the American voter. They don't care. They want to keep this country closed. There is no doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind that Pelosi wants to keep California closed. And she uh, and her nephew, uh, 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 Gavin Newsom, that is her nephew, uh, are working together to do whatever they can to keep this economy closed. They know Los Angeles is one of the biggest economies in the world. It's as big as many countries, right? If we can, they can keep California closed, it's going to affect the, the, affect the overall economy of the United States. It'll make it harder and slower to recover if they keep California closed, and, this, and particularly Los Angeles. Same thing with New York, right? You got Cuomo trying to keep it closed. He's, he's having a tough time. I think he, he's one of those, you can see there's a chink in the armor that he's meeting with the president tomorrow, I think. Um, I, I really, I cannot wait to see what he's there to talk about. Like, can we come to some agreements? Because he wants New York to be open, I think, but he's being told you got to keep it shut. Um, you got uh, Nit Whitmer, uh, whatever her name is in Illinois, who's trying to keep that, you know, uh, closed. But it, it's going to be, it's, I think it's going to be impossible. Um, but they hate him so bad. I am so sorry. I kind of jumping around here, but they hate him so bad that they're willing to sacrifice all of us and all of you, uh, that, uh, they don't care. They don't care who they have to say. They didn't care that they were sacrificing uh, general uh, Flynn. He did nothing. And they wanted him to go to prison for doing nothing. 
how much hatred do you have for the president that you don't mind putting a three-star general? I think he's a three-star general. He may be more a three-star general in prison because you're trying to take down a president, right? Is that, does that not just like, is that not one of the craziest things you've ever heard? And they also don't care about you, right? They want to continue the lie uh, of all the things that you've been told about Donald Trump, about the economy, about the coronavirus, about everything. And instead of talking about the positives, instead of that, in that article that I wrote that I put in the, in the comments is, is, is the thing. It says it all in that, in that article. Read that article. That they're afraid that the economy is going to improve. They're afraid that it's going to thrive once we open up this country. That's what they're. That's why they want to keep it closed. It says it in the article that they're fearful. It says that they've said that they're panicked, that they are panicked, that things are going to get better. Why would you be panicked if you're an American, the Democrat or Republican or liberal or whatever you are? You got to be happy. You got to be excited, right? America is going to thrive again. It's going to be fantastic again. And instead, they're panicked. They're afraid that you're going to have success. They're afraid that you're going to thrive. It is un-American. All right. That is it. Thank you for watching. Thanks for listening to me ramble on about a bunch of stuff there. <laughs> but hey, um, you wouldn't watch, uh, I guess, if you didn't like it. And so those of you that are watching, I appreciate it very much. The numbers were jumping all around there. It was kind of funny to watch those numbers go up and down. Um, if uh, Again, if you like what you hear, let me know. If you hate what you hear, let me know. Uh, somebody the other day, and I'm just going to leave this one thing. What has happened the other day? I put I put hearts on most comments. Every so often, I may put a tear uh, or an angry face if I'm trying to be funny. But almost every comment, good or bad, I put a heart. And the guy said, oh, you must have misunderstood me because his, his remark was was the opposite, right? It was whatever I said. I can't remember even what the thing was. Um, he says, there are going to be consequences for the, oh, that was had to do with opening up the, the, the country. And he goes, yeah, and there's going to be consequences. People are going to die, right? And that was his thing. And I put a heart. And then he wrote, I think you you misunderstood my comment. <laughs> and I haven't put anything yet. I was just going to put, I, you know, I put hearts on, on, on good comments and stupid ones um, because I appreciate the comments. The comments are important <laughs> because it gives me information. I, I love them all. I like it when people are against and I like it when people are for. Uh, and so your comments mean a lot to me. And I know there's not a lot of comments yet. I, I see people watching, but not everybody commented. Uh, but it would be great if you would comment uh, one way or another. I like it, hate it, um, indifferent. Uh, if you have a subject you want to talk about, I'm more than happy to talk about that. Um, I'm not sure that I answered Rich Moore's uh, question about um, a, uh, a moderate uh, uh, broadcast, if it could survive. I, I, I think they can. you got to just be... You got to be smart, right? And, and talk about facts and talk about real stuff and, and stop uh, stop what they're at least doing to the president and, and Kaylee. I mean, they're, those, those media, they're, they're lunatics. They're crazy. Um, and again, all they do is want to um, not just, uh, they just want things to, to be good. <laughs> if I start, I'm going to start on a whole nother rant. All right, you guys, thanks for watching. Uh, and uh, please, whether you're watching the replay or the lives on these things, I would just appreciate any comment just hi or I'm, uh, I'm watching from whatever, um, or in the car. Well, maybe when you get to a red light, say I'm watching from the car. All right, that's it. I'll talk to you later. Take care. Bye.